TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. This is the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. Recovering breaking news this morning. A massive fire has hit a nursing home, a home for the elderly in Spring Valley. We'll go live to the scene in just a moment. In New Jersey, Steve Burns will report on new rules for families visiting nursing homes. Close contact, even a hug, is allowed, provided everyone is wearing a mask. AstraZeneca is accused by health officials of possibly using outdated information in its vaccine trial. This is more New Yorkers get a shot at their shot. Governor Cuomo drops the eligibility age for a shot. Vaccines will be available for people 50 years old and above. I'm Marla Diamond. SWAT teams responding to a supermarket shooting in Colorado bring in their suspect alive. Many others weren't so lucky. Ten people, including a Boulder police officer, lost their lives. Many more will forever be scarred. We'll have a CBS special report. Plus, we'll dip into the news radio archives for this state's milestones and... Number one seeds Gonzaga and Michigan advance to the Sweet 16 and another free agent splash for the Giants. This is Brad Heller. This is Tuesday, March 23rd. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. A deeper dive into the stories you need to start your day with fewer commercials. Good morning, I'm Wayne Cabot. Thanks for joining us. Let's get right to our breaking news of a partial collapse of a nursing home and a huge fire that's burning this morning. Right to the scene now at the Evergreen Home for Adults in Spring Valley. And WCBS reporter Sean Adams is there. Sean? Wayne, I'm uh, directly across the street uh, from this massive fire. I'm watching a line of firefighters. uh, They're training a hose on a pocket of bright orange flames lapping the black sky. Thick column of white smoke climbs uh, without end. And that smoke is so thick, it's it's actually uh, a bit uh, uh, deceiving. I can't really at times make out what I'm looking at. Uh, There was a little break in the smoke, and I can tell you what I saw. I saw flashing lights just hovering over the uh, pocket of fire. So from that, I'm able to discern on the other side of this building, there must be a a ladder truck with a bucket up there and a firefighter up in that thick cloud of smoke, hosing down the flames from above. It's simply amazing to watch. Uh, This was a a massive operation to extinguish the fire uh, that has consumed a portion of the evergreen court senior complex in spring valley lafayette street no word of injuries Uh, we do know the firefighters though uh, initially this was a rescue operation they had to go in and pull people out of this assisted living facility started at roughly about 1 30 in the morning this is a two and a half to three story building wood frame structure so it's just 
going to go up in smoke, and that's exactly what happened to a portion of it. The building, the complex itself runs the better part of a block. It's a very long complex. Uh, the entire center portion of the building has simply burned to the ground. Uh, the response from all over the region, uh, Rockland County, every fire department in Rockland County is a volunteer department. These are all volunteers out here. They came from just about every community. Uh, there are even uh, some uh, uh, mutual aid uh, responders that have come from northern New Jersey, and the FDNY has some apparatus here as well. So this is very much an active operation trying to uh, surround and drown this fire. Uh, people standing on the sidewalk, all they can do right now is hope and pray that no one was seriously hurt or worse. Wayne? Sean, I know uh, you're gathering all the information you can. There's a lot of information out there that has not been nailed down yet, but have you heard anything about water pressure issues that uh, that have been going around? No, I've not heard that and I've not seen that. Uh, I, I see uh, the, uh, the the hoses, uh, they, they have water, they're working right now. The street is just a river of water flowing down the hill uh, from this complex. Uh, whether they had water pressure problems initially, I can't confirm that. This is still very early on. And because of uh, the active nature of this, we've not been able to confirm any information from fire officials just yet. Sean Adams live on the scene in Spring Valley at uh, 65 Lafayette Street, the evergreen home for adults. Uh, according to some resources online, there are roughly about 200 people uh, who would be living in that place this morning. WCBS News Radio 880, Morning News Roundup. Good morning. I'm Wayne Cabot, and also making news this morning to New Jersey, where the nursing homes are going to relax the rules for home visits so families and residents can have real contact again. Steve Burns reports on the end of what has been a painful year. After an unbelievably trying year. And it's tough on everybody, certainly on the residents, but also on their families. Let the reunions begin. Governor Murphy says New Jersey is adopting new guidance from the CDC, allowing for more indoor visits at nursing homes. But there are still rules, depending on the nearby COVID activity level. In regions where the Cali is high or very high, and less than 70% of the facility's residents have been vaccinated, only those residents who have been fully vaccinated should be receiving visitors indoors. If more than 70% of residents have the vaccine, which is the case in about half of New Jersey's nursing homes, then visits are open to anyone. The visitation options for essential caregivers, compassionate care, and outdoor visits, as I mentioned, will also continue to be available. Maybe most importantly, the new rules do allow for hugs, as long as everyone wears a mask. You know, getting vaccinated is getting the golden ticket, and you don't have to be in your golden years now to get one in New York starting today, Marla Diamond. Hey, the big 5 isn't so bad after all, is it, Marla? <laughs> right. Uh, 50 is the new 60 in New York, at least when it comes to vaccine eligibility. So we are dropping the age as we're vaccinating more people. 50 and above, make your appointment and get your vaccine. Governor Cuomo says those 50 and above can start making appointments on the state site at 8 this morning. Vaccine production is ramping up. With rates lagging, however, in minority communities, the governor says it's time for faith-based groups to partner with hospitals and local health organizations to get more people vaccinated. Wayne? Marla, concerns about AstraZeneca again this morning. U.S. federal health officials now are saying the results from the U.S. trial of the vaccine may have used outdated information. The Data and Safety Monitoring Board said in the statement today that it's concerned that AstraZeneca may have provided inaccurate or at least incomplete information of the efficacy data. Now, we don't know if this directly affects AstraZeneca's report yesterday that its COVID-19 vaccine provided such strong protection. 
Stock futures are lower this morning. Joe Connolly is here with one of the big money stories this morning, Joe, and that is questions we should ask about working remotely. Yeah, Wayne, the Wall Street Journal says employees who may work remotely now, full-time or part-time, should think about whether they will lose out to insiders who'll be in the office and whether you'd be able to come to the office to see people sometimes. And when you do, you might have to bring in your own laptop and other items and reserve a desk. Dr. Peter Capelli at Wharton says one question to ask is who else is going back? Surveys have shown that sometimes employees working remotely can be seen as not as important and may not get promotions as often as insiders. The author of Remote Inc., How to Thrive at Work, says sometimes it makes sense to create a plan where you'll work at the office for a week on and a week off, or work at the office a week or two at a time, and then not be in for a while. Surveys taken late last year show people who had been working remotely say they became more productive at it the longer they did it. 35% said they would like to work remotely permanently two or three days a week. 30% say they'd like to work remotely permanently full-time. Some say just a few days a month working remotely would be okay with them. And 8%, Wayne, did not want to work remotely at all. (laughs) Or work at all. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Joe. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup, live on 880 and on demand at wcbs880.com slash roundup or wherever you get your podcasts. Now in the morning news roundup with the WCBS Exergen Weather Forecast, Chief Meteorologist Craig Allen. Well, several things to talk about for the morning. Not a lot of weather going on, but there's definitely fog to talk about. The temperature is 44 in the city, and just like yesterday, it is much, much chillier in the suburbs. We have 30s and 20s and a lot of frost out there, and the patchy, dense fog, especially near the coast, and we've got to get rid of all this before we get another beautiful day. But it will turn out that way during the afternoon, just like yesterday, and the afternoon will climb to about 60 to 65, except low 50s the closer you are to the coast. Mostly cloudy tonight, 42 to 46. Tomorrow, showers. They'll be moving in, especially for the afternoon into Wednesday evening, high 54 to 58. But then nice, a jump into the mid and upper 60s on Thursday. 44 in the city, the humidity is up to 85% with a northeast wind at 7. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. Let's get right to the horrible news out of Colorado. CBS News Special Report. Ten people killed at a supermarket in Colorado. Right after that second shot, I was like, okay, there's someone up front shooting people. And my first thought was just, I need to get my wife out. Shoppers were horrified when a gunman opened fire at a King Supers in Boulder. District Attorney Michael Doherty. These were people going about their day doing their food shopping, and their lives were cut abruptly and tragically short by the shooter, who is now in custody. Police have not released the person's identity nor a motive. Among the dead, a Boulder police officer, Chief Maris Harold. Last week, a judge in Boulder blocked the city from enforcing a newly passed ban on assault weapons and large-capacity magazines. CBS News Special Report. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. It is the Morning News Roundup for the 23rd of March, and uh, let's get to what is definitely our national pastime during the month of March. 
That's a sweet 16 now. We're down to it in the NCAA's Big Ten began with the most teams in the field with nine. But uh, Brad Heller, now Michigan is the only one left. What happened to the Big Ten? And good morning, Wayne. It's really the unpredictability of the tournament every year, but especially this season with what all the teams have had to go through with COVID-19. The Big Ten started the tournament with two number one seeds and two number two seeds, but as you said, Michigan is all that's left. The Wolverines beat LSU last night 86-78. That was actually the smallest margin of victory for the eight second-round games yesterday. Not a lot of drama. The two-seed Iowa started the day getting blown out by Oregon as former St. John star L.J. Figueroa scored 21 points. If your brackets are still doing well, you probably went to a Pac-12 school because they have four teams left, Oregon, USC, UCLA, and also Oregon State. USC beat Kansas by 34 last night. The number one overall seed, Gonzaga, they're still alive. They look good again and win over Oklahoma. They'll face Creighton next. Wayne Sweet 16 games will be Saturday and Sunday. You don't have to flip the round anymore because every game will now be on one at a time. Hey, the Giants make another big free agent signing, this time on defense. Yes, his name is Adoree Jackson, a cornerback, former Tennessee Titan. He gets three years, $39 million. The reports say $26.5 million will be guaranteed. Jackson was supposed to visit the Eagles last night, but Giants defensive backs Logan Ryan and Jabril Peppers must have did some hard recruiting because they made sure that didn't happen. In addition to this Adoree Jackson contract, the Giants, as we know, gave out a lot of money to receiver Kenny Galladay and defensive lineman Leonard Williams. The Post says the Giants have spent approximately $123 million in guaranteed money over the past week. Last night, the Rangers beat the Sabres at the Garden 5-3. Buffalo's lost 14 games in a row. The Islanders got an overtime win in Philly over the Flyers 2-1. And Yankees reliever Justin Wilson complained of a sore shoulder last night in the spring training game. He's going to have an MRI today. Thank you, Brad. On the Morning News Roundup, good morning. Here are three things to know on this Tuesday morning, March 23rd. First, black residents of Evanston, Illinois, will be getting reparations for the city's long history of housing discrimination. Each qualifying household will get $25,000 for starters. Two, Clint Eastwood is 90 and is going to star and direct in a movie this year, Cry Macho. He plays a former rodeo star hired to save a boy from an alcoholic mother in Mexico and bring him back to Texas. It is a Western Clint Eastwood going strong at 90. Our third thing to know from Levon Putney. Somehow, someone behind making road signs spelled Gothels starting with the G-E-O instead of G-O-E. And somehow no one double-checked before that highway sign was posted up on the New Jersey-bound lanes of the Staten Island Expressway. Oh, boy, did that lead to a lot of jokes under the pictures posted to social media. Also led New York transportation officials to put out word Monday that the mistake will be fixed in the next five days by the contractor who made the mistake of not double-checking the spelling. Hey, we're all human. And now from our news archives, 88 seconds in sound for this date, March 23rd. For the fifth day in a row, the testing site at Bergen Community College reached capacity before it even opened. 2020. The chief of infectious disease at Holy Name at the epicenter of New Jersey's coronavirus outbreak says it looks like a war zone. They are down to three ventilators for 85 patients. Face masks are being disinfected with ultraviolet light and reused. Because of COVID, hundreds of New Jersey inmates are freed. Jails can be incubators for disease, so we have to take bold and drastic steps. State Attorney General Gerbier Graywall. 2018. We've all seen it. Andrew the bully. Gubernatorial candidate Cynthia Nixon says Andrew Cuomo is famously vengeful. He bullies other elected officials. He bullies anyone who criticizes him. He even bullies the media with his reference to your small questions. And says she decided to challenge him because bullies have to be confronted. 
Running for governor in 1994 on this date. Who do you want for governor? Howard Stern. Who would you say to Governor Cuomo? I'd say he's in big trouble if he has to run against me because I will win. We have a free-for-all. Johnson blindsided Rivers. 1993 may be the worst fight in the NBA. The Knicks in San Antonio, the beasts of the East against the best of the West. Sucker punches, piles of players and coaches. Pat Riley's suit pants got ripped and the NBA got tough on discipline. And two milestones from the 19th century in New York. Elisha Otis installs his first elevator at 488 Broadway. That was 1857. Okay. Also on this date, the first recorded use of the word... Play the record, okay? Okay. Okay. In the Boston Morning Post from 1839. He's down on the phone. It never gets old. This is the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. A daily download of the news you need to start your day. On air, on radio.com, and delivered to your phone and computer for on-demand listening. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 